This is the Podcast Trivia Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode, Zarek Mosadek number 23. I'm Brian and he's Dave. I'm going to put my notes away. You put your notes away? Because <laughs> they don't matter. I, I really only have one note that I actually wrote down before the show even started. Um, I wrote it down earlier today based on a conversation you and I had it earlier today. It is true. Possums really do have 13 nipples. That is true. That is true. Yes. <laughs> I know you okay. are all, you're all wondering. <laughs> These are the things that we bring you from this show, but, yeah. uh, okay. So enough yeah, of that. And then, yeah, uh, so. <laughs> damn, we are good. Did we not just bring up his daughter? what last week two weeks ago like we were, hey we've still got to figure out what's going on with her we just brought her we back were, up so <laughs> listeners you guys are in advance because of this show i Brag know to all your friends about it yep we put it at the top of your minds yep we reminded you of the things that need to be addressed we were talking <laughs> about you know pennebaker needs to come back well boom yeah. there she is yeah so uh all these uh all th this is one of those episodes that sets up that sprint to the end of a season yeah, this just... was a, this was a most of the episode was kind of a this is this is kind of boring. What's nothing? Well, uh, it was like yeah. goofy fun heist movie. It was like you had and you had two of them. You had two scenarios. You had the Liz and RM one, and then you had the Red with the team one, where they're talking about their plan while showing you the plan at the same time. You know, very Ocean's Eleven like. You, you had a couple of those moments with a lot of little comedy thrown in there, just to kind of fill the episode so you're excited and you had something to go with. But, uh, yeah, you had Red's goals to try to get closer to Garvey and, and, and get some inf more influence over him. You had Red or Liz doing her own thing, trying to, uh, she's going to get Garvey herself and finds this woman. And, yeah, so now there's the other daughter. Again, is Liz really the daughter? We don't know. Well, but this, this could be that to... daughter of the house he blew up. Will the, will the real Red Reddington please stand up? This goes to, to my theory on the bones are right. the real Red Reddington. Right. So, God, yeah, so much to talk about. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll theorize. Let's, let's sprint through the episode a little bit, and then we'll theorize. Uh, okay. So, uh, Zarak Mosaddiq, number 23. I don't know if we actually said that. Yep. Um, so he's a uh, he's the kind of opiate. He's one of the big six opiate ringleaders Lord, in yeah. Afghanistan. Um, so and he controls. He's been the... working with the American authorities, getting intel on the Taliban. And he's got his little cartel in the in the uh, in America. Right. Uh, Garvey's one of the leads for it. And then this woman who now we've because we always talked about Garvey was you know probably a lieutenant in it, but there's certainly people above him. We've seen that this woman twice in this episode that he meets with the Asian woman with the uh, translator. Yeah. Uh, which actually was distracting because it, it didn't really, the volume wasn't good on it. I had a, and I didn't watch with subtitles. I know you do. So well, it's kind of a little slow to. Uh, so I, I, I do. We have, um, I think we've got a storm coming in and I have uh, direct TV and I've got some branches I need to clear. So it was actually really. Uh, I got a lot of garbling in a lot of it, and that messes up the the subtitling as well. Right. So, and and there is a uh, a force of nature 
uh, planning when this type of stuff happens because exactly at the end when when they're in the church yep. and like the whole she moved to go well i'm gonna kill your son <laughs> okay well we're all good to go now and everything's <laughs> fine and, like seriously i have no idea what happened right there yeah, they um, just wrestler and I, came I, up I and shot her you know so. i can't dvr and rewind it because all i get is <laughs> right you know, that's what it recorded. just does all that again um and i got that several times through the show but that was that was like the that, i mean that was a tense moment right i mean that was probably the oh the, the big shootout yeah yeah the tensest moment was you know where she's got the gun to Mosadik, and then she sends it to what's the Matthias or uh, Mateen, uh, and she moves over. Like that whole thing was just. Oh, too bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, she went to point at him, and wrestler comes in and uh, shoots her and saves the day. And then they get out of there quick. Red gives the uh, people at the church the diamonds, so all's all's good right. there. Uh, now Red's got uh, Mosadik on his, uh, uh, you know, in his good graces. I think as uh, what was it that Cooper said. So it's some, somebody that, now debt. he's under Reddington's thumb and that's not something I would wish on anybody. Right. Right. So, considering that's pretty much what they've been for the entire uh, five years. So, yeah, uh, you get. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a blah story just to get to the the point. I mean, uh, really, the the story that you need to focus more on was the one with Liz and her investigation, which you thought was a little light. Um, yeah, he thought it was a throwaway was by design again it was decent writing you know it was a mm -hmm. uh, um like it was gonna sh like we knew it was gonna turn up a lead we just didn't know what it was gonna be i i just said ah, illegitimate daughter um something yeah. along those lines that's what i figured um, just some way to humanize him so that maybe we as a viewer get a little which, conflict with our bad guy which we've done before which it did it, um but yeah ulterior motives as to why he did what he did um right we'll learn more so, about that right uh, i mean going into the non-stuff let's go to the ring um yeah get the ring thing out of the way so oh god i i knew I thought were... it was actually kind of funny i know um i, I like really <laughs> kind of did kind of a he said she said and arms all frustrated and right and, um i didn't like the way it ended up that's what i mean now now we're creating this stupid conflict which is what i hate i don't need this in my show you're creating this alternate storyline that's just going to annoy me, and I don't need it. Just have them. But it it feeds into your theory that something's going to happen to her right. before he ever really gets to do what he wants to do. That he gets his um, chance. Yeah, you know, he had his one chance at love, and now it's gone. And yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I just that was one of those stupid conversations. Like, hey, hey, don't you keep the ring? I'm right. not ready to propose. When I'm ready to propose, we'll get there. Let's let's be adults about this. Or he is ready and just go ahead and say he's ready, you know, and just move along from it. But no, we got to create this tension so that we have this thing. And now, you know, you'll have them kind of talking over each other or about but each other is, in front of each other. This is borderline a breakup, if it isn't a breakup. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she dropped the ring down and walked away, and it's like... And for what? I know. Come on, you know, you know that's what he's like. <laughs> I know. I don't the need adults, it. people. I don't. But, need but it. that's that's one of those things. Like now, he's going to feel pressured to propose, and she's going to say, "I don't want you to uh, say it unless you mean it." Uh, right. This is Please. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, we we had fun Cooper and Pennebaker interactions. <laughs> deny my non-denial yeah <laughs> whatever it was like i've been following the bouncing ball um <laughs> right and obviously she was because she kept having to kind of she was checking it herself yeah. right 
or you know yes or no and yeah. i didn't say no when i meant no and yeah, yeah um yeah I cute, that was funny. cute little was play good. but it reminds us of who she is brings her back in yeah. Uh, which is good because uh, has we, she even been on this season at all? I can't remember the last time we've seen her, but we've talked about her recently that we feel like there's something to do with her. You know, she was she, she's going to be an important character somehow. Uh, she she came in when all those characters that were in her role before her uh, were all on the payroll of somebody else. You know, all the bad guy. And yeah, they were she, all the the consortium or the 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 cabal. Yep. And now she's come in, she's going to crush it all, but, you know, does she have ulterior motives? Is she part of some organization? Uh, reintroducing her now, just so that we remember who she is, and, you know, next couple episodes, I'm sure we'll yeah, see more was, of her. It was very... It was a reintroduction. Yeah, yeah. It, it needed to be, because you could have gotten around a lot of that without, oh, I talked to some contacts at the CIA or something, but they brought her in twice. Right. Um, and that, that's the thing is it was, it was well, it was, you know, really reestablishing yep. her, who she is and her role and, uh, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think, I think you're right on that. Um, all right. But then it really just comes down to, you know, Liz and did her thing and found this, the daughter. So what do we think? Is, uh, is Liz going to keep this secret? So hang on here. Back backtrack to when we found out he had uh, Reddington had a daughter. We we met Reddington's ex wife first, right? Um, yes. So I hit her where you'll never she, find her. Right. Um, so she's in Whitsack. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, close to where she was before. Uh, yeah, that's not really how witness protection works. Um, right. <laughs> So they wouldn't have left her in the same state or, you know, that close to where she grew up or something like that. Yeah, you don't know? put her so, right under yeah, right under his uh, thumb there, so to speak, right right where yeah. he could find stumble upon her by accident. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, we so had wait that. A minute here. So the ex-wife went was also in Witsack, right? Uh, she was, and Red found her, and he put her into his own protection, didn't he? That's what it would look. Where is, can Liz find the ex-wife again? Right. Do some confirmation. That might be uh, what happens next. So I'm trying to remember because that was God, was that season one? That was season one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think Red was the one that because I remember Red being there, and I think he was the one that had something to do with hiding her and her husband. And her new husband, yeah. Um, so that's the question: is can Red can can Liz find her? Because that's her quick confirmation. Hey, is this uh, is this your daughter? Right. Is this you know? Um, because they also could have just said something to some strange little girl, Hey, this guy is your daddy. Yeah. You know, right. she could just be a nobody that, or, you know, um, who knows? Uh, I don't think that's what it is. I, I think she probably, I think everybody probably believes she is Red's daughter, um, uh, biological daughter. And she probably is. It wouldn't make sense that she, like the real biological daughter is the bones. Cause that makes no sense. Um, so yeah it's and, too it, my only problem is this is too small a world um, i know it, it became a small world quick because <laughs> like yeah i don't know it's uh yeah yeah i gotta gotta mull around that so we're thinking about other things that we knew in the past i mean we knew about the house that red bought and blew it up i've talked about that at nauseum but uh it's still 
you know, it connects to that. You know, he peeled back the wallpaper and saw the, what was it, the drawings and the growth chart or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we know he has that relationship with somebody. He wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't somebody that was lost, um, as opposed to being Liz. You know, if, if Liz was his and grew up, you know, we know that's not the case. Uh, we still don't know for sure that Liz is the daughter. I mean, there's still something there. Yeah. Like like we've been saying all season, they've been they've been pushing it dancing. so hard. And they've been um, dancing around some of the confirmations and yeah. some of the dialogue. And... But but really spending a lot of effort in dialogue to say, you know, to, to have their little father-daughter conversations when they still very well might not be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So there's a lot there. So it's going to really, and, and, you know, the next episode is two weeks from now where we'll get some closure because that next episode is actually called Ian Garvey. Again, we've already had an Ian Garvey episode, but it's Ian Garvey number 13 conclusion. So that's going to be, we're going to conclude. He was at number 13. Yeah. He's up on the list. That's a, wow. Yeah. So we've had some high ones. I mean, this was a 23 and last week's was a 25 25. The one before that was 19. So we've been in the, yeah, in the top 25 for quite a bit this, this season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll get, um, I mean, obviously we'll get some answers there, but they won't end it. You know, it's, it's going to be, we're going to get an answer next time. That's going to lead us to the bigger picture because well, so that's not you know the next episode is not will the finale. Be, I think so. We have four episodes left after this, right? Correct. I I say we get two two parters. Garvey will be a two parter, and then the next one will be a two parter. Um, as it, they start, like all the stuff from Garvey, kind of just winds down, but it opens up a bunch of new questions. Right. And then somebody goes on the run, or something goes crazy, and there's a big chase set up for one, and then we have the final one, which goes the bigger. Yeah, it feels like a feels almost like a four parter is what it'll Where Tom feel like. Comes back. Right. Um, so. Right. Yeah, don't buy into it, people. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I've called that the moment Cooper was there to put him in the drawer. Yeah. And like I said, too... I still think he's in Cooper's drawer in his desk. <laughs> <laughs> he's back in Cuba. He's in Cuba. Um... <laughs> yeah, so it's just it was a neat little hanger to put us on there. I, I I enjoyed that. I like that they uh they're giving us stuff now because we, we've been trying to figure out what this season's going to do because it's been a good season. There's been a lot yeah. told, but yeah. we're all we're we've been trying to figure out where's it going. And finally this episode kind of is starting to, you know, steer us into a direction uh for that. We're you know, we're we're being reintroduced to characters, uh, we're being introduced to new characters. Uh, we're we're getting a sense for the scope of this Nash Syndicate. You know who is this blonde Asian lady, uh, and you know what what is her role? Um, when they said he is coming to see Garvey at the end, when she said he's coming to see you, is that he Mosadek? Yes, it, it's implied that it's that's implied. who it is to us. Yeah, um, but it may very well may not be because. Uh, Reddington said, "Hey, I need a meeting." Yep. But he didn't say necessarily with who either. He just said, "I need you to set up a meeting." Right. Um. And this is where I think they're trying to make us think what it is is like he wants to come meet with you. So there's a most there's going to come meet with you. There's a third party in here that we're unaware of because but, it is a little odd that we have a 
she was Chinese because she was speaking Mandarin because the subtitles, the little bit that I could see, actually said that. So, okay, good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I so it was. Tell. It was. She was speaking Mandarin. Okay. Um, so where does a non-English speaking Mandarin come into this unless there is some other uh, proxy? Uh, it's just, it's a little it's a right. little odd unless there is you know a Chinese crime syndicate that it's being funneled through or that are actually the headmasters or something I don't know. Um, well, right, we know there's five others out there, um, yeah. but with the with the Mossadegh thing, and it's setting up the way the writing would be, the way you would write something to kind of tease your audiences. You have the scene where Red says, "I need you to set up a meeting," and then the next scene you have this woman tell him he's coming right. to meet you. And they, clever, and they use pronoun game, writing. play the pronoun yeah. game, so that you're not actually saying Mosadex coming to meet you. No, he's coming to meet you, which means you you've screwed up or whatever. We're sending, you know, the the big boss is coming to see you. All the while, but, parallel, Mosadex going to try to set up this meeting as well, and you're going to get multiple meets. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it could it could be. I, th- I think that'll be fun. Um, oh, next episode's gonna be the great. writers obviously listen to our show because they've taken a lot of what we say into uh, account. Um, ah, clearly, and- <laughs> clearly, yeah. <laughs> it's actually sometimes it's a little spooky how on par we are. <laughs> yeah, and and, so. and 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 like I've said, I mean, we're one of two remaining shows that cover this uh, show, and the other one has funding, and the writers like give bumpers to that show and all that. Can- well, they're part of like the NBC network. I I have no idea uh, what they are, but uh, but. But they clearly listen to us, not those other guys. So, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that other show's about. So, <laughs> hopefully, the blacklist. Uh... I, say, I think it's about the blacklist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So, what else you got on this one? Uh, going into some stupid stuff in the hotel where they were blowing the elevator. <laughs> so somehow. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dembe. Well, we're, I'm not exactly sure where Dembe basement uh but red was across the street in a van so somehow they both got up to the third floor before the guys on the eighth floor got down to the third floor with a gravity assist yeah so they were there there it will do that blow the door get it open get two guys three guys out of there and dembe almost losing dembe's foot in the process yeah that was well that was from screen Um, or screen uh, speed uh (laughs) yeah so like yeah, they've done some weird timey wimey stuff in there. That one was just bad. Um, yeah, those guys should have been hauling ass the moment those doors closed, which means oh, they yeah. should have. I mean, it's only five floors or whatever it was. Uh, they should have been because it wasn't you know a skyscraper. I mean, it was. And I tell you, I've been in Paris. I have never, ever seen an elevator that large. I think anywhere in Europe. Uh, that is the largest that ele- a that elevator. Is a, uh, that, that elevator, I've been in Paris, that elevator was larger than the hotel room I stayed at. In Paris. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Um, so my, my desk footprint here mm-hmm. is larger than the elevator of the hotel I stayed at. I believe it. I believe um, it. Yeah, everything's it was small just, in so Europe. Like, what? Uh, I don't care how nice, because I stayed in a you know, fairly nice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that obviously wasn't Paris. <laughs> clearly, clearly. It was, it was, um, it was Quebec. So, but, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It was um, trying to think of what else. Oh, so they're in the catacombs. I knew it was going to go into the catacombs. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of is in the cemetery. He disappeared. Uh, he went through one of the mausoleums. I mean, that was obviously in the catacombs. Yeah. You know that 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 was pretty obvious to me. 
apparently, I don't know, a wrestler can't shoot in the dark, neither can Navabi. Um, because we heard started hearing gunfire before there was a freeze or anything. We hear gunfire, there should have been gunfire and two people dropped. You know what I, I mean? I yeah, well, I thought a, a couple people dropped. I mean, they they certainly not, not with the first two shots. Sure, sure, um, yeah. Well, that was you know the the two people with the largest weapons or you know or the speaker and the guy with the largest weapon should have dropped immediately. They had time to set up to get close and take their yeah, shot. Nobody was looking their direction. Um, they could have yeah. they could have taken a shot. Yep. And they would have been able to okay, bam, bam. They should they should honestly should have been able to take down four of the six pretty quick before they reacted. And, mm-hmm. and by listening to the conversation enough, uh, which was in English. Um, right. they would have been able to figure out who the power players were. You take it down to the people that don't know anything. I mean, that's this, this is terrorism tactics 101, people. I mean, come on. Um, I've watched Die Hard enough times. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> Clearly, F- the FBI hasn't. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, so. so that was that was a little annoying. Um, I did get a and I so did you get a Doctor Who moment a little bit in the cemetery? <laughs> little bit little little don't blink yep (laughs) when i mentioned the crying angel yep um i was like oh (laughs) so what'd you think about uh switching uh, again with the tech stuff that we always look at arms magic flash drive that he seems to have three or four episodes a season um with status indicators you know and things like that so (laughs) here here's here's the bullshit here's where i call bullshit on that right the likeliness that his, his laptop was powered on. Right. Right. So it had to power it on. That's that's at least a minute mm-hmm. um, to power it on and get that. It's most likely blocked. So she and she was at a screen. So he had it powered on and closed without being in sleep and without having a password protect on just getting into it. Well, he talked about how his little flash drive was clever enough to skip past any sort of password protection. But she wouldn't see anything. Right. Uh, it wouldn't. I mean, that's not that's not how it works. Uh, so flash drive can go in there, do there, but you got to execute it. Um, okay. And otherwise, if something goes up and does that, it's just going to think it's a virus and start shutting stuff down. Right. It's assuming the, the thing's even on. Okay, it's the tech, it's the movies, it's bigger than all of us. That one was a little. Like I said, I'm just getting tired of it's always some magic flash drive. He has done that a lot. In I this show. what I <laughs> expected was to say, just plug this in. It's really thin. It'll kind of fold back under the battery, um, and you do this. And then the next time he turns it on, we can, hopefully he won't notice, and then we'll see what's going we on. We can grab stuff right that way. I would be, I would be a little better with that. You yeah. know, keep some of the basics that, to, to, yeah. No. But it gave us fun moments with Arm thinking he's going to get himself killed. That was funny. And Liz saying, well, if you do die and all this goes bad, then I'll be really sorry. Um... <laughs> so. uh... Uh, Does anybody know what hot wings really are? Right. Yes, they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That I know was, there was a lot Arm of hot. Was, Arm was dead serious. Yes. It was a. Are you seriously asking this? Yes, um, hot wings are delicious. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> loves hot wings that much. I do. So. Uh, I loved uh, when they were on the phone in Paris and and they were waiting for the guy to wake up and Demby's making cheese and crackers and whatnot. And he's actually getting frustrated with Raymond. Like, dude, I'm making food here. Let's get to the food. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and red slurring his speech. And yeah. uh, he's been killing that bottle of wine right there while waiting for this guy to wake up. Yeah, he's going, <laughs> he's having a good old time. But yeah, most important thing, 
possums have do have thirteen. That's right. That's right. So, so if, if if we've learned anything this season, we we've, uh, we've learned the biology. So, so. so suddenly Liz has a sibling. Yeah. So I guess that you know that's it's going to be a main character, very she similar can do to a DNA tests real time. Right. You uh, figure this out kind of quickly. Yeah. Based, you know, with the with the television, they'll figure it out. Find out there was a big swap, and this girl's actually Kirk's daughter. Um, and <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's still, my thing is that is that everything. Wanted... I mean, Red is is always been several steps ahead. So right, is this you know, is are either really of them her... who they think they are? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna find out that you know Liz is Obama's daughter or something along those lines. You know. <laughs> um, could so, it, and and yeah, does it tie back to uh, whatever it was that Red whispered to Kirk, right. Alexander Kirk, to make him believe that Liz was not his daughter? Yeah, it made him not whatever Kirk's he daughter. said to Kirk, like shut down and walk away, and just walk uh, away from it all when he spent a whole half season obsessed with uh, getting Liz and the baby. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's there's still a lot of questions unanswered, but I feel like they've pointed us towards some answers. So what I think he really said was, your daughter's a Raiders fan. He's like, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm out of that. Out of that. Uh, Yeah, no no, no daughter of mine's a Raiders fan. Makes a lot of sense. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anything else on this one? Nope. Nope. (laughs) It was a good show. I mean, this was... I can't, like the the thing kind of felt like a heist to the whole of it, and then you get to the end, and like everything kind of tied together. It was like, oh, nice. Made a lot. Yeah, it ended up being a lot of fun. It was a fun episode. It was, I thought it was well written. Uh, I thought it paced very well and got us uh, got us some questions and slash answers, or at least, like I said, steering us towards some answers, which is good. Yeah, especially as we head towards the end of the season. So the voice is on next week, so no uh, blacklist. So we'll. Uh, be back in two weeks with the uh, conclusion episode of Ian Garvey. Uh, in the meantime, let us know what you think. You can email the show at blacklist at podcasterbia.com. You can also go ahead on Facebook or Twitter and make some Twitter. comments there. Just look for Podcast Derbia there. And uh, iTunes reviews or Apple Podcast reviews, whatever they're calling it these days, we take them all. So just let us know what you think. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Blacklist Show, and we will see you all next time. Good night, everybody.